Hello, this is Zemos from the future, after the pod has been recorded, because good lord, our intro was rough. Uh, we're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so if you want to listen to us twice, uh, go ahead and do so. Uh, we also have a Twitter available, it's at ScraptimePod, S-C-R-A-P-T-I-M-E-P-O-D, uh, so please go follow them for more updates on the podcast. And last, and most importantly, uh, we have a new logo, courtesy of Triton, so both his and Sparkly Nacho, who does the intro and outro to the pod, uh, all of their information is going to be in the description of the podcast. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Nacho, play that heat. I'm feeling like Teach. What would you chance? You know what I mean. I'm feeling like Teach. Online the docks in the first HP. I'm feeling like Teach. Feeling out for the L, can I get some out, please? I'm feeling like Teach. I'm feeling like. Welcome to the Scrap Time Podcast, along with a guy who has no idea how to do an intro. Uh, Will. <laughs> What's up? Um, uh, so. It's been a week since the major. How are you feeling about the the results of the major? Who showed up with a new meta? Maybe that meta gets GA'd. What do you think is the main result of major two? Yeah, I mean, I think the main result. Uh, I mean, the, the the first thing that I could, that really it brought to mind was all the way back in like Ghosts with the the meta switch up from the Vector to the MTAR. Although, like that did come with like a little bit of a nerf to the Vector, right? Um, but just kind of seeing some shuffle, especially at the top, um, you know, like right after that, um, optic ended up being like really, really strong with that in the MTAR meta with the, you know, yep. And uh, so we, we saw LAG, they, they bring in Spart, you know, and they're coming in with a sub and he just really, he shook up the entire CDL. It, uh, he comes in, he uses it for a series and, and all of a sudden everybody is using it. You know, it's amazing because sometimes you just need one really good event to cement your spot in the league. And I think this was, you know, Spart's big event that's probably going to keep him around for, you know, five, ten years because he's, he's really that good. I've seen him for the past, like, two years in Challengers, in MW, and Black Ops Cold War. Uh, I knew he had the talent to get him over the top, but to see what he did and be the MVP of an event, his first event. Uh, yeah, that's something else. Yeah. First event back. He spent last year in challengers. He's on with like uh, LAG, I believe for a bit in, in MW as well. Uh, just briefly, but I mean like they, they went through a whole, but they, they had all their own issues in, in MW. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, I completely forgot about his first in, in LAG, but I don't think he was on it was land a forgettable for season. Yeah, <laughs> it was a forgettable season for Los Angeles Gorillas uh, in in MW. I think he even said I in his post game uh, that that was his first like CDL match win ever. His first match win was yeah, he yeah, was something like losers he round one. It was like zero and seven or something <laughs> like that in 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 the series in the CDL. Yeah, that is. And I mean, and not good. They he also I mean like once he came in the sub, you know, he had to sub against uh, Texas. Yeah, coming in against a really hot Texas team, and then uh, breach so back to back for this year. Yeah, so I, a, that was like his, his anointment. His um his rise to glory now that he actually can run an AR instead of running a sub like that uh, LAG year. Um, it's been really good, but 
I do think that his success uh, can be not completely thanked on, but I think a decent amount was, you know, reintroducing the meta of the Volk, which is going to be a huge topic of discussion for the next at least month and a half. Yeah, and I mean, there's just going to be so much kind of... I I don't know if it's ever going to be... When it's going to be officially announced, you know, because... We're seeing we're seeing this, but we, like the CDL is is offline for the next month or so. I mean, we were supposed to have matches today for All Star Weekend, right? But that didn't really materialize. They pushed it back at the end of the year. I think it makes sense that they're pushing back All Star Weekend because I think, well, for the at least for the NBA, it's you know two thirds of the way through the season. For the NFL, uh, they have like the Pro Bowl, which is at like the way end of the season, and I think that makes more sense uh, in comparison to our league because. We've only seen two majors. You never know who's good. <laughs> uh, Spart literally just showed up, and I'd vote him immediately for an all-star team. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense holding at the end, but it just seemed kind of unceremonious the way they they dumped it like to the back of the of the schedule. You know, after having it planned and you know, kind of uh, advertising that it was coming up this weekend. So uh, I I agree with the decision, but just the way that they went about the decision was was strange. You know, I think um, it would make sense if something, you know, like replaced it. And I don't mean like uh, a Warzone tournament, but maybe you could almost fit an entire qualifier and major in the time between now and Major 3, honestly. You, you, yeah, you could. They do in three weeks, yeah. I mean, three weeks of qualifying matches in a major is four weeks, right? So it's just a, a lot of downtime, and it feels like they should be doing something, especially, I mean, the the first major, the viewership was really good. I, of course, you can you can't you can't deny that the opt, that optic doing well is gonna have a huge effect on that. But you kind of want to build off of that, and it seems like right now, just having a month in the middle where you're not doing anything, especially after I mean, how long it took to even get the league started. You know, you have four months on the front end. Yeah, you know, want to make better use of that time. I still can't believe it starts in January. I think, you know, a December, a Christmas brawl or a New Year's brawl would be so sick to open the season out. I mean, we did have our uh, preseason opener, the kickoff tournament, and that was, let me check the dates of this. It was the 21st, which is still really late. The 21st of January, which is still ridiculously late, especially for this. Um, Yeah. But still, I I love my Spart. I think uh, he's going to be awesome. And it's a shame I don't get to see him for at least another month. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, it was an insane run. I like after, it, you know, they get knocked in, they get knocked down 3 0 by the Boston Region to losers. And then they get Toronto Ultra, who will probably get little bit more into toronto ultra later right yep uh been struggling lost every match this season uh and then but right after that they they go into they they win that they get london in losers round two and it's just again it just seems like uh they're in the grinder but they they go through london they have to go through surge then florida who played really well uh and then boston and atlanta and it's just an absolute gauntlet it's it's such a long grind to go from 
you know, losers around one, two grand finals, and then also winning it. Like, for example, FaZe played four series this weekend, which, you know, you can say, oh, they were cold for this weekend, or, you know, they uh, were running into just their chemistry problems, especially in that grand finals. Uh, but, you know, still, Atlanta placed top two again, and I would still consider them probably the best team in the in the league even though they haven't won an event um, just because that consistency is there beyond both the qualifiers and the majors. Uh, yeah, but that gauntlet from losers around one to grand finals is one, two, three, four, five, six series. Yep. They played seven series on the weekend, went six and one. And I mean, like they, they played more matches in like three days than they did in the three weeks of qualifying. <laughs> you know, on Sunday, when they won that first map against Boston, I knew it was I knew they were gonna win it all because so Boston would have gone up against FaZe like that morning, right? Yep. And yep. so they're completely warmed up. They're playing FaZe in the back while LAG and Florida's playing the, uh, during the Sunday morning match. And when Boston came out and lost a map after they got warmed up by the fucking tiny terrors, yeah, that that map is chalked. They're going to beat whoever was in front of them. So I, I'm, it's not that I'm a fan. Like I said on the pod last time that Boston was probably my second favorite team beyond New York, but this LAG team might be taking the cake again. I don't know. I like all of these teams and I'm really happy with the result from this weekend. Yeah, it was it was a really fun event. It's the most fun event that I can think of in in recent memory. You just don't ever get stories like this, and I mean that that's the fun part is always the story, right? What story does the event tell? And this one was like a redemption story. You get Spart, who is really struggling in the league, had to go back down to challengers, and comes back up uh, on a on a spot like just he gets put on the spot in the last round. He has to go up against the the consensus best team in the game at that point, right? In Optic Texas and just gets put in a, well, he, I mean, he played well, but the team got put in a fucking blender. They got, they got three owed and then he comes in They're in, they, they managed to squeak into, into winners. Right. But they have to go up against Boston. who was four and one in qualifiers. They get three owed again. And now you're just kind of like, okay, <laughs> this is, they, they, a lot of people are just chalking them for, for that. Right. They say, okay, maybe you can be ultra. I know you said that in your picks, that they would beat Ultra. I I did have Ultra winning that. I thought that Ultra would be able to turn around, but uh, you did have that foresight say that LAG would take him out. And, I, but just it a real, really, really fun loser's run. And you also said, you also talked about how Optic couldn't make that, that loser's run just because of how brutal it is. And that's just another testament to how, how well they were playing this weekend, this past weekend. Yep. Uh, Optic lost to Florida, and honestly, I was too invested in most of the other series that I hardly even paid attention to the Florida Optic series. Uh, I think that was when Skies pulled out a sub on... They didn't play Bocage that series, did they? I don't know. This was... We're talking over a week ago. So uh, <laughs> a lot of time has passed. A lot of maps, I'm sure, have played. Uh, and Sparks are MVP. And... You know, there's always two sides of a coin. So as we talk about Spart, we got to think about the future of Gunless and this LAG team, right? 
yeah, I mean, they're making this run, and you know, they win a couple of series, and they're like, man, you know, this is this is this could be rough. You know, this is, the team looks strong, and and maybe they're giving you something to think about. But at that point, you have to think, you know, they they beat London, they're in like loses round three, you know, just feel like okay, you're still gonna bring back Pierce, but now they've won an event, and they went on just yeah, I I you know I keep talking about it, but just an insane losers run. And I I just don't see how you could possibly break up this team right now. Uh, I don't know what kind of recovery time Gunless is going to have. Uh, oh, and by the way, that uh, that that series, the Florida Optic series, was Gav Berlin, Gav Berlin. Oh my God! Thank yeah, God I didn't pay. Point. I didn't remember that. The first hard point that. was crazy. The first hard point was crazy. It was two fifty, two forty eight. Like it was insane. Um. Jesus. And yeah, yeah. All the teams they beat, they beat top three team, top four team. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what you have to do to win it. But you have Florida who were playing really well, Boston who were playing really well, uh, London who had been in great form coming into the major, uh, kind of disappointed a bit at the major. Uh, Seattle, which with even with Mac, you know, not not feeling so hot. Yeah, um, <laughs> with I mean, Mac uh... was still playing really well. Nicky D couldn't get his oh, magic yeah, in was, there. That was Nicky D, yeah. Yep. Because Mac, yeah, because Mac played out that phase series. I mean, they lost that three two, and then yeah, Surge Surge took a, took Los Angeles to map five, and that was another thing I think that you were talking about was just the amount of map fives they played. Yeah, and you know, it's not that going map five and winning that becomes a coin flip at a point. They won ten straight searches, which you got to be on cloud nine when you see when you uh, see that stat. If you're, you know, the LAG coaches, Bevels and uh, Ricky. Uh, but I would not want to be them to make the decision uh, to say, Pierce, I'm sorry, you're not going to be on the team for the future. Um, it's a tough situation uh, just for uh, that entire team. Hopefully he can find another spot on another team because I, I still think he's pretty good. But you're not going to take out the MVP of an event from the team, right? Right now, no. Uh, but I mean, we can kind of walk back a little bit backwards into this one. But I mean, we're we're probably seeing a Voltier right now, right? And that seems to be the way that it's that it's going. Spart had a tweet. Um, it's like a Toy Story gift, basically. But it, the the premise of the tweet was basically, "Hey, this is uh, looks like he's not gonna be able to use the Volk anymore." So we'll see. Maybe things change a little bit. I don't think that this was just, "Hey, Spark Spart has a Volk." And that's why he's better than everyone. So I, I still expect him to show out and play well. Uh, you know, but... I kind of think that uh, everyone had the Volk in their back, back pocket. You know, conspiracy theory time. But I really do think that a lot of teams knew the Volk was really this good. And they plan to pull it out for this major. Um, I, I've shared so? that. I, I really, honest to God, think that, that conspiracy theory is right because, you know, we've seen it pulled out in challengers, both NA and, and EU challengers before this event, and it was frying in those events. Um, we saw it in the college COD league. I, I was watching that on the side because no, nothing else was on, and I saw the Volk a couple times there. I really do think that most teams knew that the Volk was really good. And they were doing like a, a GA before the GA, whether or not they were going to use it or not. But it looked like, you know, Spart pulled it out and all bets were off. So I don't know. 
Yeah, that's my conspiracy he, theory. He just seemed to have such a better grasp with it than than other players, right? I mean, and it seems like he really had his class, and I mean, he had the the what the flash hider on it instead, which I mean, I'm I'm assuming most people probably just went with the with the F8 because that's you know what is pretty much OP on on every gun, right? Uh, so he he seemed to have a little step over everyone else. I wouldn't be surprised if everyone kind of had it not necessarily in their back pocket, but they knew that it was a possibility that it was something that could be viable, and then they saw how well Smart was doing with it and weren't afraid to pull it out. Because you're right, it did seem to come out immediately. Like It wasn't just Smart played well, and then a couple other people tried it. It was every single every single team, basically, uh, yep. had pulled out. Uh, immediately after that and that's even after they got they got 3-0'd by breach right it wasn't like they 3-0'd breach and everyone's like hmm, maybe we should try this out yeah uh like the series after temp had it on so i mean they were probably in practice trying to figure out uh, what the class was what the magic combination was to you know pull it out and you know writing down all 10 attachments because good lord there are so many attachments on all these guns <laughs> so many combinations and yeah, trying to find insane. the right one um yeah i i i think it makes sense that a lot of teams knew that the volk was really good but the fact that it ran event like kind of like the rampart did in black ops 4 um probably kind of spells disaster for the future of the volk um i mean i'm pretty sure like it's it's already gone right like we're, we're, yeah. we're pretty sure it's just gone like, it's gone in european challengers uh officially european challengers it, yeah uh yeah i would not expect i would be very surprised if we saw any play with it in the upcoming major three or the pro-am qualifier which by the way i'm yeah. really excited for uh I'm did, excited he, for that too. did you see that uh classic uh or not classic uh Silly qualified for it. So Silly, he's I think assaults assaults him too, right? Yep. Uh there was a there was one huge upset that I'm forgetting right now. Uh Optic Optic uh Texas not, not Nation? Texas, but Texas Nation, yeah. I wouldn't say Optic Nation, but yeah, Texas Nation. Uh they I they had they had, were running challengers, right? They'd won six like or seven or events six. in a row. Yep. And and they ended up I think they, they got top five. I think they placed top, top eight picks. at the event. Top eight, yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. Warriors? Online Warriors? What is that team? It's Havoc, General, Kismet, and... Oh, no. I'm forgetting the fourth on that team. Uh, I don't know. Either way, I... <laughs> it's, you know, maybe it was Flugy with the Volk online. I don't know. I didn't see that series between them and Silly. Uh, no, I, oh shit, but it's uh your mayhem is the one you're missing. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so I don't I would be very surprised, you know, if this single event dictated their future. Plus, yeah. I mean it's a pro am, it's not gonna be taken think, uh, too too yeah. seriously. Going in they were they were super hot too. They 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 did lose like uh one series in Elite, I think, but in that I think they pretty much swept it. Um uh, they they've been playing really well, and I mean, of course, yeah, everybody knows Havoc is is insane in this game. He actually he had a one point two three, um, I I think at the, in the in the actual event. So, I mean, Kismet had a one point eight one point oh eight. By the way, Scrappy and Mohawk are 
fucking monsters. They are really good at this game. Yeah. yeah. On that uh, <laughs> Ultra Academy NA team, they are amazing at this game. And I would be not shocked to fall, not shocked at all if one of the, you know, lower tier teams picks them up before Major 3. Like, they are insane at this game. And I am, oh my god, that team's so good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there's some there's some really good challengers teams this year um a lot of really fun ones you know uh zuma has his team now and they've been playing really well yep uh that was yeah, so um the stallion yep they were really good or they were they were struggling for the first like two events that they played and then they placed like top four at one of the events yeah that they, they, just they still yeah they still managed to to get into elite i think that they actually just barely made into elite but they, I mean, they qualified. They're playing well. They have some pretty good results. Even uh, just I, qualifying for an elite, you know, we've seen upsets for that very yeah. commonly, especially last year. Um, <clears throat> even just qualifying for one is a huge testament to their skill. So even if they go like 0 and 8 in that elite, okay, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. And even that, you know, Steins. Um, but Toronto Ultra is going to have three teams at the Pro Am. Hmm. I wonder which one is gonna be the worst. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Toronto they have the NA, EU, and and their and their professional team. Yeah. I wonder if uh, we might see some shakeups and some rosters coming up. What are you, what are you thinking for Ultra? Hmm. Well, we did see a, a tweet from a specific uh, Scottish. I'm sorry. Danish. It, Danish. Danish. Yes. Yes. Uh, so what do you think about our uh, Danish friend Kleenex? I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say, right? Like, I mean, it, that team is just so just, it's so built on chemistry, right? But at the same time, they were able to integrate insight basically seamlessly last year. So we'll see if they can just kind of work anybody in. Um, Kleenex, not having the best year, right? He's got a .92 overall. It, not positive in any game modes. Just So, I mean, but you you could say, I mean, Bance is having an even worse year. He's got a .89, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if... if I, I think at this, at this point, if you're going to drop someone, it kind of just comes down to it's not going to be Insight. It's probably not going to be Cami. So... Yeah, um, it's unfortunately going to come down to one of the traditional subs. Mm-hmm. And Vance yeah. was kind of, you know, the the captain of this team for a while, so it is going to end up probably, unfortunately, being Kleenex, just by process of elimination. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's unfortunate. I don't really think they have anybody, yeah. It's, it's I mean, and, and can you imagine if this, at the start of the year we were talking about, you know, one of the only three teams that stayed together right three out of nine teams kept the same ro- or three out of 12 teams kept the same roster and and one of them is placing yeah, top already, 12 yeah and they're they're already changing it up man you know they are a, a chemistry heavy team but you know cami and insight were absolute all-stars last year mvp I mean, so candidates even yeah. yeah. So so is Bance and Kleenex was good too. I mean, yeah, but you had Bance, Bance, Cami, Insight, all. I mean, Insight. That 
I mean, the de facto rookie of the year, right? I mean, I don't yeah. think there's any real argument about the fact that even if there's not a real rookie of the year, you would uh, retroactively award. give it to Insight. It's Insight. Insight's the rookie of the year. Yep. Um, you know, he comes in immediately and has immediate success. Uh, they they win that major too. Um, but I mean, like at, at any point in the year, you could you could look at one of their players and say this guy. They they, they all had that ability to take over and take over a map and this year you just don't have that same con- they don't inspire that same confidence yeah they, they, you know like uh i mean especially like Vance and, and kleenex you just don't see them having those pop-off games those pop-off maps and pop-off series and so it's unfortunate but i mean after after losing six series in a row and just getting bounced out um and which i mean at the time it probably also looks a lot worse right you're like okay losers round one we get lag with a sub maybe we can pick up some steam here and they get bounced out to the eventual winners i mean to be fair they played one series it was against the the team that won yeah i mean you must have you know premium gas after beating toronto and then also beating london who we both picked with you know, win that series, right, uh, from yeah. our last pod. I mean, yeah, we said, nobody we said regardless. Yeah, it didn't matter who was going to win, who won the series before. We knew, or we thought we knew that London was going to be the better team, but they got swept and LAG went on their crazy run. But for this Ultra team, I mean, it's not like last year was a very long honeymoon period. They were actually good. They were way they one were an event. They made top two three times last year three out of the last yeah the last like what five events they're they're top two and i mean like they're the only team to beat phase in the in the finals yeah right uh yes Uh, no uh yes well rocker beat them in the finals so that was the one final that phase wasn't in yep uh yeah but still this team you know uh Maybe after two really bad finishes, it is time to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, it's time. It's time to make a roster change. I and I would absolutely agree. I mean, we're forty percent of the way through the season. You can look at it that way. Yeah, it seems like okay, it's only been two events, but there's only five events total. You don't have that much time left. Exactly. It's you know, a race against the clock to try to integrate a new system and try to get, you know, someone from one of your academy teams onto that team. I have no intel on this, but I would assume... I have no intel. Gotta be Hixie. Yeah, that would be the play, their sub. Um, I mean, he came in, he played played the one series, and, I mean, it's not like he had, you know, stats that jump off the screen, get a .86, but he's he's coming in real, real quick and playing as a sub. So we'll see. Maybe I mean they get a month of practice. That is the other the the flip side of this. We don't have a, an event for we we don't have an event for a month. But that, this also means that all these teams get to practice. And if you're going to make a sub, now is the time. Absolutely, you make the sub. You decide yes or no on the Volk, which is probably looking like no. Uh, yep. <laughs> you uh you get your maps in, and hopefully you're going to be okay by major time. And not only you get a month, but you get three weeks of qualifiers. Which yep. may or may not matter, considering how good LAG did. Um, and I think I think we can safely assume that the, this is a one-time occurrence. No one's coming back from losers round one for the. I I will say it. I'll okay. I'll, come, I'll go out on a ledge and say it. No team is going to win from losers bracket from losers round one for the rest of the year. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't. I just want. I, it, I know we have our guarantee. Crazy. I will. It might sound crazy, <laughs> but yeah, that's that is a rec height guarantee. Wow, you're guaranteeing that no team is losing winners round one or starting and losing round one and winning six series in a row. That's crazy. Nope. No I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I sometimes I just I just have crazy takes like that. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, I. I completely agree with you. I don't think anybody's going to be making a run like this for a long time, a year, two years, even um, two years. <laughs> yeah. All I'm, I'm just as crazy. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think it makes sense that or I think it makes sense to make a roster change now before it's too late. You know, before you know it, you're yeah. at major four and you're like, Oh no, we played stop 12, three times. Now it's time to make a roster change or try to, you know, win some cash before, you know, everybody, you know, decides to part our own ways and find other roster spots. Yeah. And while we're on the topic, do we, what are we, what, do you think that there are going to be any other roster changes that we see? I, I mean, um, maybe, maybe thieves. Thieves. They did play well on land, and I think that those two series, and then also going game five to Optic, may have saved this team another event. Yeah, I mean Octane. I mean, you know, he's, he shows up on land. Octane shows up on land. That's true. Uh, but but I mean, other than that, if you're looking at the stands, like the bottom teams, like maybe Paris, but you might. They're probably. It seems like they want to wait and see. Uh, that if Jimbo is able to settle in, because if Jimbo settles in, I think that's a pretty solid squad. You have New York uh, at eleven, who is that? You know they already made their roster change. I don't think I think they'll be sticking with that for a bit. Uh, you know, a very very disappointing showing at the major, just losing a lot of maps that they shouldn't have. And but it seems like they're kind of on that cusp, right? I mean, they they played some really strong teams, and they they well, I mean, they played Phase and. LA Thieves, which, I mean, you get swept on by Thieves, or reverse swept on by Thieves, and it just kind of all falls It should have been, been like a 3-0, right? I mean, it should have been a 3-0. Absolutely. You get, you get the defense on Tuscan S&D, or you get the defense on Tuscan Control, you get a four down, uh, you push up in their spawn, and you lose that round I, was, that never happens they even got defense i mean like the defense that that defense to clutch it out where they just complete they just completely shredded him actually <sighs> no i think i'm thinking of the gav in the gavian's face oh yeah um, but yeah just it, very unacceptable and they've been the subliners have been bad at control for two years now yep it's, it's nothing new right <laughs> no just, i've seen it all win- losing winnable maps is, is so so frustrating yeah uh, huge shooting yourself in the foot for both series. They got defense round five on control both series and lost them both. Okay. All right. I'm not going to be mad about it anymore. It's been a week. I'm relaxed. We're okay. <laughs> sort of subject there. Uh, uh, but rocker. Other than that, rocker. Um, uh, they are in desperate need of a roster change, in my opinion after a very disappointing show between the qualifier and this event. Uh, who, who is it? The, I think, I think it's definitely not attached. Attached has, has been playing, has been great this game. He really has. But, I mean, outside of that. It... Hmm. 
Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree that Attach has been amazing at this game. He's definitely been good. And I think he's he's by far the, the best player on that team. I agree. He's he is the second best SMG. Uh, actually, sorry, I think. Well, no, he's got the second best. Like KD for a sub in the league right now behind Shotzi. That is insane. I did not know that. That is pretty insane, especially for a sub in this game. Yeah. Where autos are everywhere. If you look at yeah, if you look at the top seven, it's Cell Dashy Methods, Wake, Temp, Shotzi, Attach. Uh right ahead of Dave Patty. And yeah, ahead of Scump. Uh ahead of Hydra, ahead of Afro, ahead of Simp. Yeah, just so he's he's been playing really well. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even realize he was that high in KD. I I know KD doesn't dictate everything, but when you're playing Bow Cage and fucking Tuscan, yeah, it probably does mean a lot. Um, but yeah, I. So you keep I mean, attached, right? I think I think I think if you drop someone, it's got to be Priest at this point. Uh, that's my personal take on it. You know. I, I hate bringing up old takes. Well, I do like bringing up old takes, but I have one like stored in the memory bank. A very long time ago, you said that Priesta was one of the most overrated flexes in the league. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised. It sounds like something I would say. Yeah, <laughs> I think that. I think that's that's like two years. That's back from like when he was on phase. <laughs> I think oh. I said that <laughs> back in MW. That's like a really old take. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I I stand by it. I um I don't agree that he's overrated. I just think that his performance has been uh severely lacking these past two years. Um he's he was okay in Cold War, but obviously he wasn't, you know, the star of that team. And I thought he was pretty good at the start of this year because I when he played a couple of Gav controls and Gav hardpoints. Uh, he was really stepping up, but I think teams are starting to realize, oh, you can't play Minnesota on Gav, and he just gets shut down on those maps. Um, so I, if you make a roster change and get rid of Priesta, you got to look at the field and say who else is available out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Assault's been playing really well in in Challenger. If you want to go there. <laughs> Um, I don't think that Assault is the answer. I'd rather see Sengod, maybe like Super. Super? Is he uh, European? Yes. Alright, I'm gonna take your word for it. Uh, I've been really bad on my European challengers since, like, last year. Uh, it, if I could, I'd honestly pick up Mohawk. <laughs> he's from, I think he's, he's actually from Spain, I think. Actually. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so European. I mean, this that is European. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that team is uh that team is something. But just just let me, just let me put it put a stat out there for you for super. Okay. One point three KD at the at the event. At 1. the 3. event. At one point three. Jesus Christ! Do you remember uh, those like early? Black Ops 2 and then Ghost uh, Swanee KDs, which ended up being like 1.3, 1.4, right? 
Yeah, yeah. When they're playing European competition and just smoking and everyone, and I mean, also when you look at the BOG, you had some, you had some teams in there like when Karma nearly dropped like a twenty three streak. On, <laughs> they should uh, not have been at that event. There were teams, <laughs> I mean, there were just teams just that would, yeah. So you had some teams. You got a little bit of that buffer. And I mean, so you could say that, you know, coming through open bracket, but you're still going to have to play a lot of good players. Yep. Um, yeah, I I have honestly have never heard of Super until now because I don't pay attention to European challengers that much. But if you honestly think that he might be the wave and he knows English and he, you know, can <laughs> communicate with an English squad. Uh, did you just, did you just drop to 1.3? Have everyone else learn Spanish. Fuck it. <laughs> maniac is in the duolingo classes <laughs> yeah that's that's they have a month they can learn enough spanish to to get by right you you oh, could okay. learn call outs in spanish easily in a month absolutely yeah i mean they would just they just yeah they get on that duolingo grind they get they get what is it diamond and duolingo yeah the duolingo league i i mean the the elo system is is a bit shaky right and because it's kind of <laughs> It's based on a ladder system, which I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, but but hey, I mean at least they have ranked, right? Oh my, yeah, ranked just like COD Mobile. Oh my god, ranked on drop? I we could never, we would never. Oh man, but then again, you look at other games <laughs> like Halo, and it just it's a fucking mess over there. Even though they had Halo had ranked on dropped, uh, but you know, it's tough to compare other games to COD who have been cranking out this shit for 18 years. Happy 18th COD. You can now vote and God, shit. Yeah. Hey, COD can vote. COD, COD is, can enlist now, actually. <laughs> enlist? COD can take it. Yeah, enlist. Yeah, they can They can take it from, uh, you know, playing COD in the bedroom to actually going out and playing COD in, in real life. Wow. Good for Activision. <laughs> Happy Activision, everybody. <laughs> Activision, a small indie company managing <laughs> this this level of sustained success, amazing. Okay, I think we're getting off the rails. Um, yeah, <laughs> rocker. Uh, you, how about you, those you, rocker teams? You didn't have Duolingo on your scroll bar? Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. Any but other yeah, team I think, I, aside yeah, I think from those four? I mean, you've got you've got a. Uh, You've got Minnesota near the bottom of the league, but they just had a great showing, right? Um, Surge, Surge isn't going to make a change. That you know they had Mac and they they played LHG to a game five with with Classic in, um, but then yeah, Ultra uh, Ultra Thieves, Boston, London, Atlanta, Texas. They're not they're not making changes. I think any, anything we see, maybe Paris. Yeah, uh, but they're Walker, always making Walker, I think for changes. Sure. I don't know. Paris is Paris right now. Seems like they're they're one. They're they're one piece away from being competitive, being able to take to take series off most teams in the game. I and that think piece, think roster change away from T six. That piece is Doug Sensor Martin. No, Doug Sensor Martin. He signed too, with Boston. Too bad. He's already, he, yeah. He signed with Boston as a content creator. Good for him, man. I'm glad he's finally, you know, with a team again. Uh, I'm sorry it took this long. The guy's got a huge following, and, and I mean, just like 
even in even if it is a meme like the, just the fact that he has this the kind of staying power that he does and I, and i do truly believe that i i think that he is a he's a fucking grinder he he puts his money where his mouth is even if he isn't a top player he at the very least is grinding constantly and he's always playing challengers he's an open bracket with the boston with the boston's not not their actual academy team but but they're fake they're academy not, team. Not not official academy team, but they're all wearing Boston. Yep. And so we'll we'll see. Uh did you see the tweet he said about Spart? Uh it was like something like, Oh, I saw Spart at the blackjack table on Friday night and he told me that he's gonna destroy everybody at the event and then he did. <laughs> you know, crazy. you just gotta love that mindset, you know? Okay. All right, well, I have another tweet that I want to bring up for you. Actually, this, I don't think it was a tweet. I think Ake said this on, on the flank. Okay. He's, he called this event a Mickey Mouse ring for LAG because of the Volk. Thoughts? Um, I would put it maybe at the same level of LAG's Black Ops 4 event with the Rampart. I mean, you use something that maybe, maybe possibly not every team knew, although Conspiracy Theory had on. I think everybody did know about it. Um, but I think you use the game to your advantage, and even if shit gets GA'd, you were use- other teams were also using it. Um, I think we might look back on this similar to FaZe's Major 1 championship when they used the XM4. I mean, everybody had a chance to use it, we knew it was OP at the time, but everybody still used it, and they won the event with it, so who cares? Yeah, but then FaZe also came back and won however many other events that year, too, including Champs, so... That's true. take that lightly. <clears throat> I yeah. mean, and also, the, everyone had been using XM4 to that point. No, nobody... I mean, you, you... Actually, I mean, we had a nice little three-gun meta there for a little bit, but... Uh, they said they said no, no three three gun meta. So I think we're, we're yeah we're seeing something similar now with the Volk. I I don't think it's an asterisk at all. I think that the Volk was there. Everybody had the chance to use the Volk. They could have decided to, but Spartan was one that figured it out. And I think that that's even if it's a competitive advantage, it's one that he sought it sought out and found within the within the confines of of everything that had been established already. So uh, I think Aches. It's just being aches, being just an absolute impressions monster. You just gotta respect the grind like that, honestly. <laughs> it's and there's ne- there's never there's never there never will be and there never has been a heel like aches. He plays it to perfection. Yeah, it's it's really shocking how where does the character end and where does really aches begin? You know that kind of thing. I don't I don't think I don't think even Patty Price knows anymore. <laughs> I. I <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much of it is a character, how much of it is persona, but there, it, this isn't a doctor disrespect situation where he gets to take off the wig and and pit vipers and 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 call it a day, right? He he is walking around like that all day, all the time. You know, he just goes to bed in his complexity sweatshirt, uh, thinking about how he beat Optic. Your you know full sailed him last event of whatever event that was. Oh, it was fail, full sail. The origination. Yeah. The fucking full stuff. I, I remember watching that live. That was insane. That was legitimately insane. I hated complexity at the time too. It's oh like, holy shit, Optic's gonna do it. I think Optic's that's gonna do it. <laughs> nope. They choked it. 
Um, Express S and D and Black Ops Two at full sale. That was their last event that they or their last map they played as a team for competitive for Black Ops Two. That Optic team. That's crazy. That's why you got dropped. That's why you got dropped. God, what? Okay, we don't need to reminisce on the on the <laughs> days because today is actually pretty interesting. Um, Tell me about today. Well, first of all, no thunderstorms. Second of all, uh, Pristini might be back. He said that he's gonna. He last night he said that he played his first couple scrims with his new team, which Crone tweeted out. Let me pull it up. I'm forgetting what it yeah, is. I, I know it's Classic and Diamond Con, but I forget. Classic, who. Diamond Con, Royalty, and Preston. Yes. Um, Preston is back. Thoughts? Uh, trying to think about it. I mean, played well against FaZe. And, and, I mean, about as well as you expect. Just about as well as Spartan against FaZe, right? I mean, uh, he came back in very short notice. I. Uh, has to take or not sorry I'm sorry not phase what am I saying against optic um he is on phase uh but yeah I mean it's just uh I think it's it's a, a team that will be set up well enough to be competitive in in challengers uh, a top team I don't think it's ever going to be one that necessarily wins the whole thing but definitely an interesting thing it's exciting to see Preston back um I know he's he spent a lot of time, you know he's he's talked in the past about some of like you know his mental struggles and stuff. So hopefully he's right there. You know he's been hitting the gym a lot. Maybe he's you know getting his mind and body right. And I think it was probably a a good thing for him to. It was probably a good thing for him to take some time off. And now he gets to come back. And he said for a while he was staying with Alec. He didn't even have a controller. Like he wasn't playing the game at all. Like not even you know casually. So we'll see if he manages to come back like better than ever. You know, I think it's kind of underrated how well he did during his stint with that phase team or that phase versus optic match. I know he dropped like a point eight or point seven five or whatever. But th- he dropped a point eight six, which is you know not you know a clear outlier by any means. And he he didn't even touch the game for three four weeks beforehand, and then probably didn't even buy the game at launch uh that's huge and that was honestly somewhat comparable to sparts numbers sparts numbers in his substitute series that he played a online bit, a little bit more comparable to hixie um they actually both had 0.86s uh but uh, yeah a really good showing out of him for <laughs> literally not have touching the game in three weeks he said he didn't have a controller for three weeks but yeah i i think that that little break will probably be enough to have cleared his mind. He can come back, he can get back on the grind and just not having to, and for it to not feel as like as much of a grind as it has. Um, you, you know, yeah. we talked earlier about other teams that may need an, a, a roster switch up. Do you think any of them would want to give their chances on Prasini? And if so, who? I'm not sure at this point in time. Uh, if, if, Rocker drops Priesta, they're probably looking for an AR player, right? Um, Preston, not not always. You know, I, when I think of Preston, I really think of, like a flex, but but mainly a sub, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, I think that he'd be able to run an AR, uh, and it, I I mean it, it might even help a little bit. You know, I think the the biggest knock against him is he probably plays almost too fast sometimes, gives himself 
into some bad situations, just caught in sprint a bit too much, maybe holding the L trigger a bit more will help him. But I, I don't see them going right after Pristini, especially when he signed a phase, probably a little bit more red tape, um, and just having to uh, buy out his contract and all of that. So I, th- I think they'd probably look at a challengers player before they look at Pristini. Or, well, an unsigned challengers player. Yeah. You know, I think that even though it's probably going away, I think the Volk meta, honestly, would have suited Pristini the best. I think that being able to use that kind of do-it-all gun, he would have been able to you know, elevate his play back to what it was beforehand and just destroy challengers while he's down there. Um, but I mean, Yeah, he, he's a world champion in a three-gun meta, right? Like, I mean, back in exactly. Black Ops 4. That yeah, entire team was suited. amazing. Uh, that that United team is so in stack, dude. <laughs> what a nutty team. Even thinking back on it, like, you know, it was a real question mark whether or not they should have dropped JCAP for Simp. Like, it was, you're dropping JCAP and not Clay? JCAP won the previous two champs, right? He won... No, he went to the Grand he Finals. Went to the previous two Grand Finals. Because yeah. Clay had a chance last year if he had gone to Grand Finals, it would have been the first time ever to do it three, three years in a row. He would have yeah. been the first player. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was a real question mark to drop JCAP over Clay for that team, and clearly it worked out for them in the, for the better for that United team, which, you know, I was rooting for that team the whole way. I mean, that, was, that was so massive. Yeah, it was such a massively controversial thing when they dropped JCAP instead of Clay. I mean, yeah, I think that it will be, it'll be interesting to see how Preston does. I, I, of course, I'd love to see him do well. Yep, that's uh, our but... that's our buddy. That's our uh, yeah, I, yeah. Shot buddy. But I don't think that we'll, that we'll be able to see him uh, in this next round of roster changes, if there are, in fact, roster changes. I, uh, I just think the, the probably the red tape is just a little bit too much, and just being able to find somebody who's established themselves in challengers a bit more this year. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going to find a roster spot at least until next year, honestly. Unless, you know, he absolutely destroys challengers while he's down there which yeah. I, I don't think he's going to be a crazy world beater seeing all these crazy names like havoc and general and all these other guys that are probably going to get a wrestler spot before you know him or any of their other comrades down there yeah i don't know about general he might he might get a little bit of pressing every general general has been in the pit for a couple of years now on optic squad and i mean like they've been placing i mean but this year, I mean, it's like that that team is the Havoc show, right? It's, it's not, not yep. that the rest of the team is bad, but, or, you know, because they, of course they have to be excellent to win the seventh straight, but if anyone gets picked up off that team, is going to be Havoc, right? And, uh, you know, Havoc Express, you know, when he, when he, when NYSL reached out that he wanted a two person change, he wanted to bring Kismet. I don't know if that was just because of how NYSL was playing at that point in time or if he really does just want to also team with kismet and continue to team with kismet you know that whole situation is like a whole pandora's box that i don't know if i should open because of my association with the yeah. team or anything like that yeah. i mean i didn't i was no part of that conversation at all obviously i literally just yeah fucking I, memes for the I, team. i'm not i'm not going off anything i was just going off what clay said and what crim said basically um, that that seemed to be the general, uh, specifically what Krim said, right? Because Krim, when he talked about it on his stream, he said 
that he talked to to Havoc. Havoc said, "This is what I want." Crew said, "We're not going to do that." Um, I don't know if if Havoc and Kismet are a package deal or if it was just like this is how I want the team to be. Uh, this is like the situation I want to play in. But I can see he also didn't want to play with Crim, right? So yeah, I guess it's kind of, it's all a moot point. I'm having a hard time thinking of other like package deals that needed to be made. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Zuma and attach to New York before franchising again. Or yeah, you know, I, I also I also think of uh, I, and I mean I don't think this is like a really a package deal, but I always kind of consider um, Draza and the other guy that's not <laughs> Nation. His name I can't remember right now. Why can't I remember him? Wait, Optic um, Draza and Optic Nation. Uh, Opti- like no, 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 no. L A O G. Oh, they made a double roster. Hollow. Hollow. Yes. Yep. Um, but I don't think it was a package. I think I just wanted to make a double change. But I, they, there's like forever associated in my mind. Yeah, just because of that team, you know, <laughs> and uh, Kenny getting bad internet and Dashy hopping onto the search and that getting was... peace or piecing with the sniper. One of the most insane maps in cut history, right? Like, dude rolls out of bed and drops, like, what, 13? Yeah. In that Piccadilly. But then again, Spart won an event as a sub. So, uh, maybe yeah. third best substitute performance next to Enable and AW. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Um, right. I am running out of topics the upcoming pro-am classic we kind of cover this a little bit yeah we covered a little bit i mean you got uh both the ultra teams both the the ultra team well it's already qualified it was uh strike x which is oh yes it's the fire silly rambi gunsy team so silly is gonna have to load up against the tiny terrors one last time (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then you have uh, I guess I guess they're called uh, M7X Electrify, which is Denza, Maple, Wardy, and Weeman. Oh, uh, that's a good team. It is. I think like Maple is, especially jumps out at me as being somebody who's really been gassed recently. Look, they pros gas each other on the timeline all the time, but I I, I really do think that team is probably you know gonna make a little bit of noise and those guys are going to make that name for themselves at some point. Uh, but maybe. Yeah. Uh, I also think I missed, I think I said mayhem was the person you missed on Texas nation. It was breezy, right? Yeah, it was brushy. Yeah. Brushy. Brushy. Yeah. Breezy. Yeah. Kiss might have a general brushy, uh, with mayhem as the coach. Yeah. I think I said him earlier. Yep. Um, yeah, that Texas Nation team not qualifying is quite shocking. But yeah, you know, at the same time, these single events or these single events determining whether or not you qualify for something or not. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I can't take I mean, them that seriously. But just, I mean, I'm I'm wondering if we'll see that shakeup with the Ultra Academy, right? Just Hixie instead of Kleenex, and then Kleenex instead of Hixie. On Ultra Academy NA, just a lot of gonna there are gonna be a lot of fun storylines right there, yeah. And then you had the return of of Silly and Fire, um, you know, Weeman. I think it's been like a name that has been getting a lot of attention recently too, right? Yep. Um, 
but it stinks because we have a month without COD. You know, all of these things could happen during this, you know, mid-season, off-season, right? And, you know, it, it, it's a shame that we're not going to be able to see these guys perform until May. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so in the so meantime, let's grind those... Uh, grind those Elo in Vanguard. <laughs> yeah, um, it was down. All right. Anything else that you wanted to talk about? Anything that we missed? Uh, I don't think so. I think we kind of went a little fast on these, but then again, I'm fine to call it. All right. Um, if you don't mind me getting on a little soapbox, uh. If you got, like, yeah, once again, um, you can follow us on Twitter at ScrapTimePod. Uh, I'm here at NYSLZMOS. I am at Rec underscore Height. That's R-E-K-K underscore H-Y-T. Um, please let us know if there are any suggestions that you have for us to improve our podcast. Um, anything that you would like to hear covered in the future. Uh, we would love to get your input. Thank you, Will. Um do you have anything else that you feel like we might have missed? The only thing we skipped over that you want to talk about was uh, Gav Hardpoint. Oh, I they kind of released a patch earlier this week that kind of fixed the spawns. I that viral clip of like the the Florida spawning behind uh, Optic, like you saw that clip, right? Yeah. But I also feel like you could pick out any hardpoint and from like any hardpoint map from this game, um, you could go through VOD for literally any time that any two teams play on hardpoint, and you'll catch some pretty fucking rough spawns at some point. <laughs> um, just how the game is, so I don't think that it was limited to gap. But it's nice that they are actually trying to update the, uh, you know, that they're they're actively trying to fix it. Yeah, I don't think there's like a permanent solution to squad spawns or anything like that, but um you know, getting as close to normal spawns as possible is always going to be a good thing. And it seems like Sledgehammer's trying to work that out. So, good on them for trying to fix the mess they made. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, do you have anything else? I don't have anything else. Um, I, think, I guess the next time we'll do this is probably um, a pre-show for... Well, we have we have the Pro-Am coming up, right? Um, yes. So maybe pre-Pro-Am or post-Pro-Am. We'll throw up a stream and talk. But uh, I guess probably a, a break in CDL means a break for this, right? Maybe we'll be off for this next week, uh, and coming into the week after, we'll have a pod. All right. Um, well, uh, without further ado, why don't you play us out? All right. Oh, no. I'm forgetting the buttons. See, this is horrible. I'm feeling like Teej. What would you chance? You know what I mean. I'm feeling like Teej. All on the docks in the first HP. I'm feeling like Teej. Fitting out for the L, can I get to my please? I'm feeling like Teej. I'm feeling like.